0: Let us remember we are always and everywhere in the holy presence of God. Hello, this is Rick, and welcome to The Presence Podcast, episode number 301. And I'm in a very different place tonight, a different place physically and a different place emotionally than I've been for most of these episodes, actually the first time physically. 301 days that I've been in the space that I'm in right now. I'm on retreat with the juniors from the school where I teach, and I'm sitting in the sanctuary of the retreat center. I'm not going to try to describe it except to say that it is mostly dark with just a few lamps and some light coming in the stained glass and a single candle that is lit on the altar, and it feels for me like a safe place, a place where I can really feel what I wasn't feeling yesterday, or at least not allowing myself to feel yesterday. On the way over here today, the hour or so drive, I listened to my podcast yesterday and realized that it was upbeat and happy and and that's good and that's okay but yesterday morning and through the day i was feeling the sadness of the murders in the sanctuary the synagogue in pittsburgh And, um, you know, I, I heard that yesterday morning when I saw the alerts on my phone. And as I've done in these types of moments, I just say a prayer. I think that's really what the first response should be when you're a person like me that's not able to do more in those moments. And I just prayed for the the community and yesterday and today as more news has come out about the 11 men and women who were murdered and and just the horrific scene i guess i just just sadness you know especially as i sit in a sanctuary tonight I just feel the sadness. And it was good to be here tonight because I was able to cry. I I don't allow myself to cry very much. I have to be... I have to feel safe. And I do tonight, which is important. And I feel sad just for the, the brokenness in our world and in our nation right now. You know, we've we've seen this more and more mass shooting events as they so glibly call them. And we're seeing them in sacred places, you know, schools, movie theaters where people gather to enjoy life, and especially in sanctuaries. You know, we had that murder in Texas in a sanctuary. We had the church in Charleston in their basement during a Bible study. And apparently even earlier this week, there was a murder in a parking lot, a grocery store parking lot that apparently happened because the murderer, I refuse to use the word shooter, that just makes it sound so glib. You do that in basketball or in pool, you take shots. Don't do it when you kill people. You murder them, you slaughter them, you massacre them. Let's use the words that are accurate, not sugarcoat it with euphemisms. But I just feel so sad that there is such hatred in the world and such brokenness that even in places where people should be safe, the name sanctuary means safe. And people in this nation have stood up and fought for the right to gather peacefully in prayer and in worship, whatever form of prayer and worship that might take. And I was grateful this morning that I could gather. And it was in that moment that in the preaching that I heard, just recognizing that in times like this, really, all I think we can say is, Lord, have mercy. You know, as, as Christ looks at the brokenness of our world where we allow this to continue to happen again and again and again, allow hate to thrive, allow guns to be easily used, guns that were designed to take lives quickly and brutally. We allow this to continue. I think that's all we can say is, Lord, have mercy. And my heart breaks for those people in the synagogue gathered on Sabbath. Apparently there was a special service yesterday. And just their lives, even the survivors, especially the survivors, their lives will never be the same. That community will never feel safe again. And the response to, well, let's put armed guards or let's arm pastors or rabbis, let them carry firearms, guns. What kind of a symbol, what does that show? What does that say? By definition, when we pray and worship, we are vulnerable. It doesn't have to be that way, though, in our society. But I don't think the response is more guns, more guns in schools, more guns in churches, in synagogues, mosques. No, it's peace and prayer and community and people saying no more. It's individuals, myself looking at my own self, where my biases and prejudices and anger lies and not squelching that acknowledging it and allowing Christ and his mercy to transform that so my god presence moment is right now being able to feel the sadness and the brokenness of broken relationships of broken families of a broken Political system, a broken planet, and to just allow tears to come, and to just say, Lord, have mercy, and to feel safe enough tonight here to do that. For that, I am profoundly grateful. There's really only one question, I think, tonight, and it's not the why question. You know, we can often, in times of this, you know, why, God? Why? Or where? I know where God is. God is in the midst of the suffering. God is on the cross, suffering with us, for us, in us. I really only think there's one question and it's the question the prophets asked. It's the question that all of us should be asking is how long? How long, O Lord? How long? And not asking it with the hope that the deus ex machina will intervene and make everything okay. Now, how long will we continue to allow this? How long will we continue to be asleep and indifferent and callous and unkind and distracted? Because in those midst, in those moments, we allow evil and hatred to reign. So I conclude again as I began, Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Blessings, and i